Greetings. Welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. This week on our show, we launch our Lenten Water Challenge. For the past number of years, as a parish, we've supported the organization nonprofit called Dig Deep, which brings fresh, available, clean drinking water to places in the United States that don't have access to it, especially in New Mexico, and in particular at the Navajo Reservation that's there. For the last few years, our parish has partnered with this Dig Deep organization. And so once again, the idea is to connect uh, an awareness and a little penance and fasting of the availability we have of clean water. And so to just drink tap water and to use a a modicum, just the bare necessity of water during the week, and then take any money saved from that kind of economy and lack of other beverages, and then donate it to uh, this organization where 100% of what they collect goes directly to building out infrastructures and water systems so that those who don't have access to clean, fresh living water uh, are able to do so. I think in the past few years, we've raised well over $40,000 towards this effort, and we've had parishioners uh, now go and visit uh, the sites where these people's lives have been impacted in a wonderful way, and they've made a video for us, and uh, the uh, CEO and the founder of a dig Deep, George McGraw, will be here this uh, coming Friday. So our podcast uh, today with Father Isaiah is uh, kind of wide-ranging in talking about the Annunciation, the great solemnity we celebrate on the 25th of Monday, uh, March 25th on the Annunciation, and then uh, kind of a little check-in on how our own Lenten penances are going, the different assignments we gave each other, and then uh, also zeroes in on a little bit of this Dig Deep project in its fullness. So whether you're on the go or taking it slow. Many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show. Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly. I'm Father Isaiah. That's Father Michael. Welcome all. Today we've got a wonderful oasis. Last time we were talking about the double feast day, the duel. Right. We, I don't know. We, I heard back from one person who was basically saying, why are you pitting saints against each other? We had the great Saint oh, Showdown yes, the, from the Saint from, Showdown, Saint Joseph versus Saint Patrick. Saint Patrick, they're like, oh, aren't they both saints? Aren't they? Why are you Why are you comparing them? Well, because we're guys and we we like competition. <laughs> it's got to be a winner and a loser. That's why. But I, I mean, as I, as yeah. you said at the very end of the podcast, yeah. I mean that you know who's the true winner. Christ, God, the saints in heaven. I mean, we're all winning. You yeah, know? yeah. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no, no losers, losers when, when it comes to the heavenly courts. It's true, but <laughs> but it's got to be a little competition just to Why keep not? going. Yeah. <laughs> well, today, uh, Monday, the twenty fifth, uh, which is uh, when we're anticipating uh, release of this podcast, is also a solemnity. Oasis number two. Oasis number two. Well, actually, three if you count St. Patrick too. That's so, true. You, so you got, but but so this third is this kind of a series of Mondays here mm-hmm. uh, where. Uh, we celebrate the f- solemnity of the Annunciation of the Lord, the, that moment when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary. Oftentimes, this is celebrated around Holy Week. Yeah. And I think the last couple of years, if my mm-hmm. memory serves, we've actually had to push it back until the day after Divine Mercy Sunday. Right. Yeah. So, which always makes, I always joke, it makes Jesus uh, a little premature the, because, his, yeah. because his conception <laughs> day is, 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 is not nine, a full nine months exactly, away. It's, yeah. it's, it's usually something like eight or something like right, that because, exactly. because, you know, but, but this year he gets a full, he gets a full nine month gestation period <laughs> liturgically, <laughs> liturgically because of Lent being so late this year yeah. that it means the Annunciation is actually 
early uh, in Lent, not right. at the tail end of Lent in, in a little oasis. And of course, when I think of the Annunciation, it is sort of um, underrated, I would think, if, of all the solemnities. Underrated. Yeah, I think it's underrated. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, simply because, well, compared with Christmas, of course, we think the well, two pivot right. points are East. Uh, of course, the highest moment of celebration in the church right. is yeah. Easter. Of Easter, right? of course. Yeah, the yeah. resurrection, right? Mm-hmm. So that's it's the first feast or somebody celebrated in the church. It right. is the kind of the whole uh, focal point of our belief is belief in a resurrected Lord, mm-hmm. the Lord who overcomes death to give us life and salvation. And then from there, you work off of that sense of Christmas and the origins of Christmas, of course, are a little more uh, fuzzy historically. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the ideas of the timing for Christmas comes from when you mark the Annunciation. That's true. That's true. Right? And so the Annunciation is, in other words, the date for Christmas was, it wasn't that you have Christmas first and then the Annunciation. It's actually the Annunciation mm-hmm. was in ancient times more revered and celebrated than right. Christmas. So this, this yeah. feast should be bigger than Christmas is what I'm saying. Yeah, historically speaking, it had been. Yeah. It had been, yeah. And it's yeah. the reason why Christmas. So, and the idea there was that Jesus was conceived on the day he died. died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the original date for Good Friday, if you look at the the uh, lunar, because this is how you, you, you mm-hmm. chart you chart Easter from basically the uh, the, the first, what is it? It's the uh, first full moon after the vernal equinox. The first Sunday after the first full moon after the vernal, vernal equinox is yeah. <laughs> Easter Sunday. I could never get that right. And you just did that by memory. <laughs> I did, so yeah. I don't so, know. so that's, <laughs> so, and this comes out to basically the, the 25th was the original Good Friday. Right. Yeah. And so it was marked, and of course it's going to move, move yeah. around, but the idea was that the first Good Friday was the 25th. That's certain poetry of the day he was conceived is the actual day he died. Exactly. So he lived because everything Christ did was a completion or fulfillment. So he lived traditionally mm-hmm. 33 years of life exactly. completely counting mm-hmm. his and marking as the Jewish people do from you don't mark your birthday as your first day mm-hmm. of your life you mark your conception Second day, day yeah. as the first day of your life and so that he was conceived on the 25th he died on the 25th 33 full years and then then you do the nine months out yeah. to Christmas and so Christmas yeah. in according to, to some in terms of that history comes from the Annunciation, not the other way around. And if you think right. about it, I mean, yeah. Christmas is just the logical extension of, I mean, it's the first moment Jesus is made manifest, right? right. It appears, if you yes. will. It's one of the, the apparitions. But the Annunciation is the moment that the Word became flesh, flesh. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And once that moment happens, I don't want to say the rest is history, but it yeah. flows from that. So the the first beginnings of our salvation begin yeah. on this day. Yeah. The Annunciation. And of course, with Good Friday being the day of consummation, right? Yes, so, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, so exactly. The origination and the consummation, same mm-hmm. same yeah. day is, is, is the tradition. And so uh, we have prayers like the Angelus. Yeah. Um, and I know in, in, the Phil- in the Philippines, did they do the Angelus? I've heard they do the Angelus culturally. Is that oh, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, so yeah, so yeah. share that. Well, it's a father story time with Father Isaiah. Here. <laughs> yeah, we, we, haven't we, we, haven't done, we haven't done story time in a while. So give us, get, to share us uh, your experience in the Philippines, of course, uh, you know, yeah. where uh, your parents, you've got yeah. you, um, kind of, I mean, there, what what, what uh, indeed is that cultural expectation around the prayer? Maybe first say what the prayer is and then. Yeah, so the, so the prayer is a, kind of a, a threefold prayer that talks about the Annunciations, um, the very event of the Annunciation, the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and there's a call and response. Nice. And then with every call and response, we say the Hail Mary three times. Nice. It's a beautiful prayer. It, yeah. And in fact, the novices, they 
and we're all called to um, all Dominicans part of our prayer regime. But within the Philippines, it's funny. Like one of the kind of mo- modern day recreational activities in okay. the Philippines, let's say, yeah. is to go to the mall. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Well, because it's so hot at your home, so you go to the uh, mall where there's free air conditioning, right? Interesting. So. I, I was going to say, because I, I know they've done studies recently, and people, because of internet shopping and things, yeah. the malls are not quite as crowded, but there is that social and kind of Definitely. human dimension. So it's not mm-hmm. just about buying things. No, it's just Because you can order from, you know, Amazon, Amazon or, or, or whatever. Or the Filipino equivalent, What's the Filipino equivalent of Amazon? Do you know? I know. Oh, okay. okay. I, I just I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to ask my mother. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, but so, so so it's not just about buying things, but it almost the the mall or the it's it, a time of that's the mall is the 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 plaza or the yeah. place where the community gathers. Yeah, like, like the town square, the, the Zocalo or something. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, so you would go to the mall, you would meet your friends and such like that, and um, around lunchtime or around noon, everybody would hear the bell toll mm-hmm. um, that's rung in the middle of the mall. And every everyone would either kind of stand up or even kneel, and they would s- recite the angels together. Wow. Yeah, just at noon, people would just know. And, and this would be in the mall, just to be clear. Mall. Like, yeah. would there be like a ringtone or something that kind of Yeah, like there would spoke? be like um, uh, either over the speakers okay. or an actual bell would toll. Really? And people would say, okay, it's time for angels. Same thing would happen at 3 o'clock, actually, for Divine Mercy. So, oh, really? Yeah, 12 and 3. Yeah. So do you like do business, I mean, just to get a sense, do businesses like... They shut down. S- they sh- like just for like you know, whatever shut minute, minute and a half, minutes, or, or it takes minutes. five minutes. Yeah, whatever. It for takes the angelus, it only takes a few minutes. Yeah, exactly. People just kind of pause. And really? Yeah. You could be middle of a transaction, and it's like yeah. the angel Lord declared unto Mary, and she can see by the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, and then Hail you said the Hail Mary. Mary. Yeah. Oh, so, very good. So the entire mall would just, and of course with um with it's uh, religiously speaking, the Philippines is a lot more diverse. But sure. from what I've been told, that even those me- uh, members of the Filipino community that don't share the Catholic faith. Uh-huh pretty respectful they get it so, sure and um i know that uh some second cousins of mine who are muslim i think um they uh-huh. actually go to their own they do their midday prayers at the same time and uh, okay. it's kind of an ecumenical <laughs> interfaith kind of moment actually nice very, so very noon and and is it done just at noon or other times of the day as well um from as far at as least in know. the philippines uh-huh. it's the the big times the big time is noon okay um if the mall is open at six o'clock they would do it at the, then as well uh, p.m or a.m or either um, actually in the Philippines probably AM too oh, really okay <laughs> so okay yeah okay so, so, it's yeah. always hot so you can always go to the malls whenever <laughs> yeah because traditionally you, you've got like um, different you know like uh, 6, 9, 12, mm-hmm. 3, 6 so there's like a, on the 3 yeah. on the 3's mm-hmm. in the hour the, yeah. on the 3rd hour is kind of the is a kind of a tradition but noon is kind of the the, the main one um that's neat. I, I remember when I was doing, I was <laughs> taking confirmation classes. Yeah. You know, I had the uh, wonderful um, uh, tradition of knowing that through my family and my mom teaching us that. And I remember being in confirmation class at the church, right. and the bells began to toll at six o'clock. Okay, but they tolled not just kind of the the toll for like six, but it was doing it in like. There's like a series of th- threes, yeah. So because okay. it was doing, I think, for the Angelus. So someone said, "Oh, what are the bells for?" And unfortunately, the person who very good-willed and earnest <laughs> and uh, um, faithful catechism teacher was yeah. like, "I'm not quite sure. I think it's probably 
the priest's dinner time, so it's telling him they eat dinner. Oh. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, I thought, okay. So, oh. uh, so I had, oh. of course, oh. I, I chimed in as a little rascal and said, "Well, no, I don't know about that. Maybe it is, but it's also the Angelus, so it was a moment for. Uh, it's not our. <laughs> the I don't. Student taught the teacher. Yeah, well, it just uh, kind of bringing that to light, and I, what it occurred to me though is we don't really United States have a strong necessarily tradition of the of saying the Angelus. Mm-hmm. Um, even for myself, when I, I do yeah. my prayers, I don't necessarily think of the Angelus as being. One of those things we necessarily have a rhythm with. When I do midday prayer, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, Angelus time, right? So, right. <laughs> so that's yeah. one of those things. So, But a beautiful prayer, and it remembers this moment, to get back to the mm-hmm. core of the Annunciation, that the reason why our salvation is possible is yes. through the yes of Mary, the fiat right. of Mary. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, uh, in podcasts past, we've... Uh, Father Michael's recited the, that beautiful homily that by St. Bernard about... Uh, oh, yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah, one of my favorites as well. Yeah, it's the, the whole... The, 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 the whole world... All of reality yeah. is just waiting for Awaits. Yes. Yeah, it's this pregnant moment, uh, literally. Literally, it's a very <laughs> yeah, yeah. pregnant moment. Of, of all creation just waiting, like, what's Mary going to say? What's her, what's, what's her response going mm-hmm. to be? Because literally our salvation hangs in the balance of that kind of moment of decision. And her yes to God unlocks, unleashes, allows the word to become flesh. And we, we remember that every time we say the Angelus, and on this solemnity, we just take a little moment out of Lent. So once again, no, if you come to, to, to Mass today, no purple. You won't see purple. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll see white just, with probably blue trim. Like There there you go. <laughs> exactly. A Marian feast. And, our, and our, our, our readings and our celebration will be all geared to that faithful response of Mary, yeah. that openness, that humility, that obedience, those virtues right. which unlock, if you will, God's mercy and the power of, of salvation and, and new life for us, and which we Lent is all about anyway, right? Yeah, in terms exactly. Of, in terms so of so feeds right into the Lent season in a very real way. So, so yeah, so happy happy solemnity, everyone. I, it does mean though that as whenever you celebrate the Annunciation, you know that Lent's kind of on the backside; it's headed down the stretch. <laughs> so, how's how's the? Uh, do we do bubbly bubbly? No, you're not bubbly water. No, I, no, no. I, that's right. I was trying to do bubbly water. In fact, do you? Someone actually gave me bubbly water. Really? Yeah, and I think it was because they they had heard that we didn't give up bubbly water, so they were excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or for a feast? I wasn't quite clear what what it was, or maybe they just wanted me to drink bubbly water in front of you to torment you, <laughs> even wow. though it's not even though it's not what you're. <laughs> so, but we we did. So, I think uh, how's the fifteen minutes going? So, the, fifteen the, minutes is going great. Okay, myself. nice you know, for just, adoration. Uh, it, yeah, adoration. Um, I do it once a week. Yeah. Adoration for a specific ministry, and nice. uh, I kind of uh, line myself out of like which uh, which ministries to pray for on specifically. Uh, nice, you know. Uh, it's one of those things. Like, should I tell the ministries <laughs> I'm, I'm praying for, for them? I mean, see, that's I always know. that's always a good, kind of a, a decision on whether you need that you think it'd be helpful, or sometimes it's helpful if you say, "Can I pray for you for something?" Right. Yeah, maybe. And so, that's a way now, for myself, I've been doing my three Hail Marys for mm-hmm. three different ministries. But I haven't. I really haven't asked that. It's, it's been kind of incognito. I haven't like said, "Hey, I'm That's going fair. to be praying for you for this." I just, I just, I got my ministries. I basically we have a ministry booklet. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been working my way down, working my way down. In fact, next, next, next. Although we have so many ministries, honestly, that I that I, I did like I think I did five last week. Cause I, I I charted it out where I, where it's going to have to get to all. Of them. Yeah, I know. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want women's Bible study, which is in the W's, to be neglected because. I don't get to them at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have good problems here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they wish they were under Bible study because the B's, B's. are going to be more than W's. <laughs> so no, so 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 far so good. Yeah, so far so good. Good for me. Yeah. 
I have to say though, you last last uh, when we were um, you know kind of uh, you know brainstorming about ideas, you you had you had thrown out that not watching Warrior Games was going to be maybe on the list. And it's funny, although at the time I was like, I'm not sure. I really <laughs> basically haven't seen a, maybe seen one warrior game on a on a Monday since since we uh, maybe maybe ten minutes of others. So that was that's actually I, I didn't know if it was I, I thought oh I, I don't know if that's doable. It's actually given the busyness of life and liberty, <laughs> actually pretty doable. Although you have I still have the games recorded. Yeah, so that's yeah, kind of, So yeah. I maybe maybe although as time goes on, it's kind of like I was like oh do I want to name watch a game I already know the you know the. Uh, the no, outcome the result, of the yeah. result of already, and of course, I didn't realize um, this last week is college basketball. I mean, right. I knew it, but yeah. people were asking March me about it. like, "How's your bracket? Did you do a bracket?" I didn't do a bracket. This is, might we be the first talking, year. Yeah, we were talking as a house about doing a bracket this year, and we just and we just it just too it, yeah no yeah. it just it just it, things you know it probably means we're focused on the right thing. So I guess. I <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I guess. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but our, our challenge this week, so our, our penance yeah. for this particular week as a parish, is our Lenten water challenge. Lenten water challenge, and then of course the gospel being the woman at the well. Great. That, that's right. So for for this this past week, we did um, the scrutiny gospels. Right. So the gospels, uh, there are three different cycles, if you will, for the gospels. And since we have so many people in RCIA mm-hmm. on a continuous basis, I think it's spiritually advantageous for the parish to do the scrutiny readings uh, mm-hmm. throughout the whole weekend. So oh, for the third, fourth, and fifth weekends of Lent, we have the woman at the well, which was this yeah. past week. And then this next coming week, we have the, the blind man, the healing mm-hmm. of the blind mm-hmm. man, the, the opening of the eyes. And then the last one is the great story of Lazarus, yeah, the, 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 story. the raising from the dead of of Lazarus, and so each one of them speaks to a kind of deepening of the faith experience. Yeah, exactly, as people come to understand who Jesus is, and mm-hmm. He gives them signs to reveal who He is, and so it's this kind of progressive sense of initiation. Yeah. and that's exactly what mm-hmm. the nearly thirty people who are coming into the church fully at our parish here at so St. Dominic's this year so are experiencing. Where we're, we're, we're opening. Um, the parish and the faith and the heart of who we are as as a faithful people of God to the, uh, those who want to be initiated to uh-huh. that. And these readings speak to it. So we don't do it just with them. We do it with the, the whole parish, yeah. the entire church. Um, yeah. And so this the particular reading on uh, um, the woman at the well, since it's keyed by that great image of, yeah. of thirst and mm-hmm. water and has these themes... We've done um, for the past number of years. I think this will be the third year, at maybe? least the third year, maybe third yeah. year. I want to say third or fourth year, where we've partnered with a nonprofit organization called uh, Dig Deep. Yes. And uh, if you want to know more about Dig Deep, you can go to their very, uh, actually, really um, beautiful and engaging website, digdeep.org. So, D-I-G-D-E-P. Dot org, <laughs> dig deep, and um, what it is is that the um, the founder, CEO uh, George McGraw, who uh, will be uh, here this coming Friday. Exactly. So if you want to come to our uh, soup and speaker after series after the uh, the five thirty yeah. uh, mass, which starts about six o'clock or so, yeah. uh, before our seven thirty stations of yeah. the cross, um, he'll be speaking. And the idea is he tells a wonderful story um, where he felt really called to um, to bring water, hearing just how many people don't have access to fresh yeah. water. And uh, he tells a story of how, he tells it better than I will, but he, he talked about how he tried to make plans to um, find places in the world. And he was thinking, you know, third world countries or second developing mm-hmm. countries. Yeah. 
Africa, Asia, even, you know, yeah. Central and South America. And as he began to kind of hunt around, <laughs> it's part of that discovery process. He found out there are uh, pockets, and but not insubstantial pockets, in here, in the first world, in the United, in the United States, States. <laughs> that were lacking water. When he found out that almost 2 million people in the United States yeah. lack um, easy, available, efficient, fresh, clean water on yeah. a consistent basis, he was like, wow, I don't have to go to <laughs> Africa or Asia. I don't need or, a passport. <laughs> exactly. I don't need yeah. a passport. Exactly. I, I don't I need, need a, a passport. <laughs> exactly. I don't need a passport. That's a good way to put it. I don't need a passport. And uh, one of these places that uh, became really connected to and dear to his heart is this Navajo reservation in New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico yeah. as a state is one of the most economically disadvantaged of the 50 That's states, right. even though it's, yeah. um, it's uh, I think, what's their, the, what is it called? The, Enchant the state of enchantment mm -hmm. or something? Mm -hmm. I, I think that's their motto. Or It is yeah. beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful state, beautiful state with mesas and it has both high and yeah. uh, low kind of tundra, but it's, it's not economically uh, very well off. And so there, there are these places in New Mexico that don't have access to fresh, mm -hmm. clean water. And so the idea was to um, have this Lenten water challenge to make ourselves aware of what we often take for granted. I, yeah. <laughs> when we want water, what do we do? We just lift. I, I'm yeah. making a little, <laughs> a little, a little motion with my hand. We just, we yeah, just we, lift the faucet. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You're right. But for our brothers and sisters in New Mexico, that is not the case. Not necessarily. No, exactly. Yeah. And so we can take for granted how easy water is. In fact, I, I always San Francisco water. Even compared with like in Southern, in my opinion, Southern, it's pretty good water. It's good water. Yeah, we've got good water. We're really blessed. We have good problems. Water. Exactly, exactly. It's wonderful water. So the idea is to drink nothing but tap water for a week, right. in order to both heighten our awareness of the great gift we have to be exactly. able to turn on the faucet and have world-class water. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there's health benefits to drinking just water, environmental reasons as well, and the, the social kinds of things. But to do that, and then any monies we save or even that we want to donate, we kind of collect or chart during the week and mm -hmm. then to take a collection this coming weekend exactly. and all of that money going to this 100%, because there's no overhead to George raises yeah. money for the infrastructure in, in a different way, yeah. but all the money given uh, directly to when he, when we have a, when he has a kind of a, this a coordinated effort goes right to the kind of materials and installation of the different water systems that that are helpful down there. And so we had a couple of parishioners who actually went and visited after this is our third year. I think, I think this is, I think we've it must be over $40,000 in the time yeah, we've been partners yeah. with them. And so been able to basically, um, I think it's like four or five different households that now have clean water because of St. Dominic's. Of us, yeah. And they made a vid last year and they made a video with the yeah. different families. I don't know if, if you happen to see yeah. that in the hall. And they, so I'm so sure he's going to come back. And if you want to come see <laughs> something, see the video, we'll hopefully maybe we'll put it on the website. Yeah, we uh, should put it on the website. Uh, yeah. After yeah. that, he'll send it to us. But but of the people who we directly impacted, right. you know, who we see, they, they, they just it was very powerful to see what, the, what they had, which is this like... Um, system of getting water, which is dirty and money is basically is like you wouldn't want to bathe in that water, yeah. let alone drink it. Right. And then after they were put the filtration systems and the and the ta the water kind of tank that can hold the water, the cistern. And now what they have, they're just like they're just like it's like wow, you're really making a difference. So it's wow. it's really good. So last year we raised about uh, eight thousand dollars, I mm -hmm. want to say. And mm -hmm. so this year our goal is going to be ten thousand yeah, dollars because that exactly. that'll that'll set up. Um, Two households of uh, four, so you know, eight to ten people uh, in a household will will be able to benefit from that. So I, uh, we're, we're hopefully we'll we'll be able to do that. And if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you, you join us. I I always think that um, at the beginning of the week, people want to say, well, oh, 
nothing but tap water for this week. Well, there goes our there goes our bubbly water. <laughs> or, well, or, what I want to know is oh, like, yeah, what's going to happen with coffee? Yeah, see, now that's, there's another exception. Is there a coffee exception? So <sighs> now I have given. I'll, I'll be well. You know, my I'm I'm more relaxed on Sundays anyway. So that's where we maybe part ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. But but <laughs> I, what, what do you think? What do you think of the coffee exception? Well, for many people, yeah. I, and I'm thinking about a very classic story that both you and I would tell about, you know, certain penances and penances are for yourself. For some people, coffee is medicinal and it's good <laughs> for them to take coffee so that they are, are not a penance upon other people. Yeah. So I would actually say that we should have a uh, a respite in coffee myself. Maybe oh, wow. Like, yeah, I would. I thought you were going to be hardcore over there. You're disappointing me. Maybe it's because I'm. Uh, you got the I, laxity yeah, going. Maybe, maybe I've been yeah. too influ- over influenced <laughs> yeah. by you. I don't know. Oh, wow. No, you're throwing it back on me. I love that. That was a <laughs> nice. That was a off. subtle maneuver. <laughs> I, I critique you for being lags, and then you blame it on me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really good. I I I, I tip my cap uh, everyone right there. <laughs> no, coffee no, is medicinal. Coffee's coffee medicinal. Is medicinal. Well, I know, and I I <laughs> I actually shared that story on uh, when I was on Relevant Radio the other day talking about virtue. You know, I won't mention the person's name, but his initials are TI, and uh, <laughs> no one probably knows who this is. But it's but yeah, boy, he tried to give up coffee, and boy, he Ooh. was. It was our penance, not him. I mean, it was yeah. his penance for sure, but it was all of our penances too. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I remember novice year, the novice master basically saying, okay, let, let's reevaluate. Yeah, let's yeah. <laughs> Letting penances, if you're going to be grumpy, if you're going to be a grump and yeah. just complain and be a stick in the mud and mean as a snake, Go ahead and adjust no, your. No. <laughs> go ahead and adjust your Lenten penance. So I mean, I find so, it funny that you had one in your class and I had one in mine. Yeah, no, that so, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's maybe like, it's just a it's a it's just a, a ubiquitous thing through yeah. through classes. There's always a, a coffee drink because sweets can be the same way because of the because yeah. of the sugar high, but it doesn't seem to be as effective. I mean, caffeine really seems to be a right. a, a real killer when, when you're used to it when your body's yeah. craving that kind of thing. But it's <laughs> it's there. So so you heard it here first. Father Isaiah is giving is giving the medicinal tip of the cap. I will give a medicinal tip of the cap. <laughs> Although one of our water. one of our deacons said, "I'm going to I'm going to drink coffee. I'm just going to buy, buy my, my way, way out, out of it." <laughs> so I'll, I'll donate. I'll donate an extra. You know, whatever I was spent on coffee, I'll double it and then so. So <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. <laughs> donate right. your way out of out of out of out of the out of the penance. <laughs> so so yeah. So we we have. Um, so the Lenten water challenge yeah. started yesterday. Yep, on the exactly. Fourth, the third week of Lent. That's right. And it's just for the entire third week of Lent. Yeah, it's for the so yeah. So it's okay. an it's a kind of just an intense one week, and okay. there's a little we have little uh, little charts that you know just charge uh-huh. and just to chart you know what what you might have saved or just to to uh, to kind of have a sense of like okay just a re- basically a reminder that you're you're doing something different this week uh, drinking um, just okay. water we and we we have uh, water bottles that that. Uh, right. We have for um, for kind of cultivating that. I have my my bottle from last time yep. last year uh, that I'm holding right now. Um, actually, holds it says "Be Living Water." It's got our, our Saint Dominic's logo mm-hmm. on it, but it actually holds water from the uh, birthplace of uh, Saint Dominic Calarega. in Calarega. So ah, I so and okay. it, and so I, when we went there, I there's a well. There's a natural spring in the place where he was. Uh, born traditionally, mm-hmm. and there's a, a living spring that's there. Oh, and it's that's been that water's associated with uh, fertility and fecundity because Dominic's mother Jane, uh, by tradition, had a hard time wanted to have a child, uh, mm-hmm. and um, well, had she had 
other children, but she wanted to have another baby, was having a hard time, went to Saint, the monastery, the Benedictine right. monastery, St. Dominic de Silos, yes. and uh, prayed at the relics of uh, Saint, that the original St. Dominic, yeah. uh, was able to conceive, and then the birthplace of uh, the, her son, who right. then she named Dominic after the Benedictine That's Dominic, right. um, is, a, is a spring, a spring well up there. And wow. so there's water there. And so blessing with water, drinking the water, there's this idea of, especially for women and couples that are trying to be pregnant or get pregnant, Beautiful. it's there. And so I, I started to get a little bottle of that water, and I will admit that on the same pilgrimage we went on, uh, we went to Lords as well, uh-huh. so I, I, I've, this is actually a mixture of Lords, Lords and, and color yeah, awakened. It's a water. fusion. Okay, all right. It's, a, it's a Our Lady and Saint Dominic together in one in one in one water bottle. That's all right. <laughs> and then you got some exercise salt there for preservation and okay. for, for exercising things. <laughs> so, so, so so it's a fusion. So I so I've taken this water and I've uh-huh. blessed um, right uh, three and now now four couples. Okay. Who have been trying to get pregnant, and so far, well, I'm two for three. I'll put it that way. Hey. <laughs> not, not not me, but our Lord Jesus the and the, the couples, the couples are, are Jesus. Are, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> and uh, w- in fact, one just one one uh, one just uh, just uh, gave birth. Just just That's gave awesome. birth uh, last month, and so we were we were uh, super excited. We've got we've got a a, uh, a Saint Dominic water baby. That's what I. <laughs> 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 so be living the being that living. So water, they're all, so. so we're going to get a bunch of Dominics and Dominic. That, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. All we right, got it's okay. a, and 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 uh, if if they're if they're if they're lads, maybe they'll they'll grow up and and, and don the white habit the or, white. or the uh, or or for the ladies uh, for our sisters and nuns as well. Maybe there's a vocation or two to be had in say. the living waters of of, of Calorwega in the yeah, first place of Saint not? Dominic. So that's a that's our water challenge for this week. The sense of yeah. being grateful and recognizing the blessing we have. I know some people the the, mm-hmm. the water challenge extends to. Um, just using, I think, four liters of water a day, just in yeah. total, to bathe and to wash and to wow. cook. Yeah. That's uh, anyway. That's 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 an optional challenge in my yeah. mind. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, once again, it's kind of the thing of you using one liter of water to bathe. If that's not doing it, you don't want you to be a penance to others. And yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> after your after your sweaty workout, that's I want more that. than one liter of water. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm sitting next to you in choir, bud. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm wearing rotor today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 no, but seriously, there are just even the um, the recognition of of you know the not just the the freshness of the water but the availability of the mm-hmm. water is certainly exactly. heightened when we yeah. try to moderate our intake and our use of of, of water um, for this week and then the, the collection will take this next week and hopefully um, really like as we've done in past really making a difference for for families who getting water is just a big deal it's a yeah. big deal yeah. so just to recap yeah. so um so George is coming this coming Friday. Yep. So he's here this Friday for uh, um, our Lenten's uh, soup and speaker, which will be about six o'clock on the on the twenty uh, ninth uh, of uh, March, and then followed by a Stations of the Cross at, at seven thirty. So those are upcoming uh, upcoming Lenten activities. Everyone is certainly uh, invited to. So five thirty mass, and then a soup and speaker series yep. right after mass, and then seven thirty Stations of the Cross. Right. So if you'd like to help out with the podcast, of course, share it, uh, leave a rating, leave a review, tell your friends all about it. And if you have any questions, uh, um, just email Father Michael and myself at podcast at, Saint, at stdominic.org. Podcast at stdominic.org. Very good. We look forward to hearing from you in, in this uh, oasis, this happy solemnity once again of the Feast the, the Annunciation of our Lord Jesus. And may all that we do, we continue in this Lenten season. Truly, 
radiate the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen? Amen.